It is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... Oh, it's SB, back with season two of Community D. Another one. Yeah, I'm back. Did you miss me? About to give you new content. Ooh, we... Oh, yes, yes. Ah, ah. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm gonna stop now. But hey, guys, <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to season two of Community D Pod. My name is Sarah, if you didn't know already, or SB, the Vams, if you got it. And we are back. I'm so, so excited to be back for season two. Um, it's been a minute. I have missed you guys. I hope you have missed me. And yeah, we're going to really bring some amazing content in this season, as always. Um, So without further ado, I'm going to start off by letting my guest introduce herself. That is a tradition here on uh, Community Pod. So lovely guest, would you introduce yourself, please? Slash SB. I am Shadow. <laughs> I'm from London. I'm in my early 30s and I work in tech. You work in tech. Um, so I've known Shads for, I think, like, is it eight, like eight, nine years? Yeah, like, it's about, crazy. About that, yeah. Like, it's crazy because I feel like we met when we were working together and that was me in my early 20s. I even think about <laughs> the amount of stuff that we have been through as friends as it is. Yeah. Most it's of just, our it's, adult lives, yeah. Yeah, most of our adult life and definitely like that real learning curve, um, we have really um, been able to kind of experience together. So Shaz is one of my very close friends. Um, also expert in all things take no bullshit so <laughs> hence the reason why I'm, <laughs> I'm um, to come to the all things to drop I was like all things in okay. <laughs> yeah I'm like trust me as you get older as I'm learning um coming up to my first year being in my 30s sometimes you, you can't take no bullshit like it's just it's not necessary so uh Shaz is definitely one of my guiding lights when it comes to that. <laughs> in terms of time, when when it's time to cut, cut, cut some people, cut that yeah, shot, that shot. Cut it, cut it. <laughs> you gotta cut it. Um, she's very good. But um, as you may have noticed as well, Shada is a female, um, and very much uh, setting off the tone for season two of Community D. So for those who've listened to the previous podcasts uh, or podcast episodes, you will have noticed obviously there were uh, a lot of males and I definitely had a, a massive education. If you haven't, please do go and check out season one. It was full of amazing advice, some great guys. Uh, but season two, we're going to kind of flip the script a little bit. We're going to look at it from a female perspective. So some of the um, ideas that we explored before, we'll be exploring season two, but also some new things as well. See, as our climate is changing, uh, you know, I'm sure everyone is feeling the effects of Koro Koro or Miss Rona, as we like to say. Um, uh, so we'll have the conversation on uh, Community Pod as well. So let's get it cracking, let's get it popping. Um, I'm going to start off with the first part of the uh, um, episode, 
uh, as you may know, Shads, uh, which is build your boo. Build your boo. So, essentially, build your boo is very, very simple. If you, uh, you know, if God was listening to you right now, how essentially would you, uh, or what exactly would you ask God for? So, you're going to have a minute, and in that minute, you essentially need to just ask God, you know, if I could have the perfect man, or I say perfect, don't know if that exists, but no, not perfect guy, what would I be looking for in, in a partner? So, um, are you ready? I am ready, yes. Okay, right. So, microphone up. Get your, get your thinking cap on. Yeah. Microphone up. Um, and your time starts now. So, um, yeah, I'm going to start from the inside and build outwards. So, from the inside, I would say someone who is adventurous, someone who... Um, is open-minded and someone who is flexible. And what I would also say um, about being in my 30s, um, I haven't been very long, but getting to really know myself and um, the core of myself. So, yeah, someone who knows himself and knows what they can bring to the table, but also what I'm bringing to the table and appreciates that because I think if you don't, know what you or the other person bring to the table then you um you can basically 10 seconds left ah you could yeah so hot (laughs) 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 time wow you literally just like okay outside hot hot Oh, uh, yeah, that's gonna happen. Hot, hot. Um, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to talk about Sarah because honestly, in my head, I was like, oh, I need to talk about the hotness. <laughs> yeah, like we've got to make sure we mention that. I mean, it's very important, but we're gonna start with the inside first because that's what you started off with. So, um, so I'll start first of all with adventurous because I feel it's so interesting because I feel like, um, when you talk about these things, it, it can always it can always go left or right. It can always be construed in two different ways. So adventures could essentially be actually, babe, we're going to take a surprise trip to to Paris for the day. And adventures could be, I'm going to jump off a cliff. I'm going to do free basin. I might die, but you know, um, live life and then man there. So, what do you mean by adventurous? So um, yeah, I agree. Um, adventure uh, to me I just think yeah someone that's like very open to traveling to experiencing new things and yeah someone I guess I do like someone who can be spontaneous as well um but not scatty so um sounds like I'm saying organized <laughs> but no I'm not but not waking up in the middle of the night and then deciding the next day, oh, I'm going on the bungee jump. So, yeah, just someone open to new experience and, like, loves yeah. traveling. Um, and I think yeah. that's really important. And you actually mentioned something else as well, um, <laughs> which I had to hold my laughter in, which was respect. <laughs> <laughs> respectable, you said. Respectable. What, what? Yeah, you said respectable. You said you have to be respectable. And knowing you, I'm just very curious to, to hear your definition of somebody 
who is respectable? What what does that look like? You know, if you if you if a guy said to you, actually, I you know, I want to understand what you mean by respectable and he's trying to see if he matched the, the mold, what does that actually you know, what does that look like? So I'd say morals, values, someone that um, honors their word. Um, yeah, like if you say you're going to call someone on a certain day, a certain time, do so. If you can't, then send a text message. Don't sort of make life harder than it needs to be. Um, and yeah, someone that's just like honest and truthful, I would say, is respectful. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when it's interesting you say that because you know a lot of the conversation I've had and we'll kind of go into this a little bit later when we talk about like the main subject is that men like a simple life they like women who basically won't give them mahala they won't give them trouble um but then you know we want the same thing so it's like okay for example you have a deadline maybe you're working on something like so again, we'll talk about it in a bit more detail, but I was seeing a guy who, for example, is, you know, he's freelancing and he has deadlines that change all the time. Um, but he struggled to text me just to say, look, ma'am, I can't make, you know, I can't talk right now. It's going to be a bit hard. We'll talk in a couple of days time. And I like, I would update him and I'd say, you know, I'd definitely communicate and say, this is a bit frustrating because you just kind of disappear days at a time. But, you know, when you talk about that kind of responsible and just keeping to your word, the same way, you know, guys just want women who are clean and just don't give them too much stress. It's what we want as well. Like, I don't understand why it's such a struggle to just be honest. You know, in the worst case scenario, you'll get a, a bit of a verbal slap because, you know, it's frustrating. But he, we're allowed to be frustrated. If you've upset someone, if you know something's a bit of piss take, it's okay to be frustrated. Um, what's not okay is for you to make, take the decision on behalf of somebody else, right? Yeah, and I think we're having, like, a very adult, in quotes, uh, conversation right now. And I just feel like... The whole idea of being simple, there isn't much in life that is simple. The whole point of, like, I think the journey of life is to do with compromise, is to do with, it's up, you know, meet, and even romance, meeting each other in the middle. And I'm definitely not a hopeless romantic, but I don't think many things are, you know, simple. I understand stress being fine. You don't want someone that's going to add stress to your life. But I think, yeah, for me, doing away the notion of, oh, I, I want an easy ride or easy life, like, especially in times that we're living in, coronavirus, no one could have, you know, predicted that. Yeah, I think it's just more of a mindset thing and the way you approach something. Um, yeah, might be a good, good way to do things. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, and then hot. What, what is hot? <laughs> like, what is hot? Because I think we always differ about, like, we always ban, like, Charlie's always bantering me, saying my type of basically these, like, ass guys, which yeah. is not true. I mean, it's not true. Not I mean, what, uncles, what, of, of, but... <laughs> yeah, 
But I mean, of all the of all the times that like in the time we've known each other, there's only one Af guy. And he was like, Sarah? he was like international school, not Af. So S B What? One. No, okay, okay, all right. So we had Doctor. I don't think we should start counting. Oh, do you want to count? Oh, I mean, girl, I, I can count. I, I, I think that I could do it over one. I could do it on one hand, right? So, as in, like, all right, one hand, go on. Okay, so we've got Doctor. We have. Um, I forgot to give them code names, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't be expensive. I can't be expensive. Okay. Um, so we had Doctor. We had... Um, oof. Uh, 2000... Ugh, I can't even say that. I can't say that. That's going to be wild. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think I know yeah, that one. <laughs> Do you know which one I'm talking about? I think so, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like mm-hmm, the one that went a bit, that one, the one that went very left, oh. and it was okay. a bit mm, close. Okay. All so right, yeah, cool. so that him. Uh, obviously, the the evident one, <laughs> the whole, the the one, the one that. Um, oh, let's see. Um, what had, what had happened was right. him. A whale, yeah. a well, by the well, not the whale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, I forgot that damsel, 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 yeah, right? Yeah. So, so damsel, right? Um, I'm trying to think. That's, I mean, that's all I can think of in my head. Who else? I think you need to add a few more. We're talking like, you know, I, I would say eighty percent. Oh. Ah! Shadi! Shadi! Yeah. Hey, yeah. 80%. 80% of the. Are you kidding me? You I don't know. Are you. What? Interaction. No. Interaction is in like 80% of the guys I interact with are. Ass. No, is in like spoken web, like is in, in that romantic sort of way, like whether it be a few conversations or maybe just one day or even going on then to having a relationship with yeah I would say but maybe I'm misunderstanding no like, no trust me if you come to meet with someone that isn't not there's nothing wrong with like but do you know what I mean I yeah I definitely think you like someone who's international for, for various reasons. yeah I mean I you know I can't I can tolerate a little bit of Lagos, Las Vegas, man. Like, it's okay. It's, I mean, I think probably I, I, a little less now because they just come with a whole mind fuck that is just, it's, it's stressful. But I won't lie, I do, I do love my Yoruba men. Like, you guys and are to be fair, I do understand, like, from the perspective of, like, did you come with a lot of good but we need balance. We don't need a lot of good hands. A lot. Of yeah, we definitely don't. But I mean, to be fair, hot. Sorry, I we got sidetracked. No, hot. we digress. Um, hot. How do I even get? Oh, yeah, because we were saying that our that we have a different different taste. Yeah. Different taste. Uh, hot. Oh my gosh. Like, I. 
I think I've realised definitely over the last few years, like, confidence. But again, I'm going to the inside. But when we talk, like, physically, that's the thing. I think that I'm very... What's the um, word, Sarah, that um, is quite popular when you sort of fancy someone for who they are, not what they look like? Oh. It begins with an ash. You know the word. <laughs> Sexual, yeah. safe or sexual? Yeah, that's exactly. That's it. So I definitely think I fit into that bucket, absolutely yeah. for sure. Like, I'm the type of person, I probably don't notice your heart until, like, physically, until, like, the third day or until my friend goes, Oh my gosh, you didn't say it was hot! <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh yeah, you're hot! Yeah. I think for me it's the combination of everything. Mm. But mm. if I had to say one thing that right really gets me, I definitely think it's like your essence, like your vibe. I am into looks, absolutely, but I couldn't I can't actually describe a guy yeah. other than obviously like a typical tall, dark, handsome, like mm. no matter what race you are, if you fit into that, that's fine, like that's good yeah. for me. But definitely like, I'm trying to think of a character. Um, it's just like, imagine someone sitting at a bar, like very suave. Um, mm. Girl, yeah. don't Do even get, I'm, I mean, <laughs> in this quarantine time, you have a lot of time to think. Like, that sort of guy, like, whatever mm. that is, that, yeah, that's what I think is hot. He's very deliberate, like, the way he will, like, speak yeah. or, or, like, yeah. So, and that is, hopefully, that is, yeah, I haven't described as in, oh, needs to have six pack of the planet, but hopefully I've described the essence of the No, I, I think, and I think you used a really key word there. He's very deliberate. And I think that's, that's a lost art form because yeah. a lot of people think deliberate looks a certain way. Like it looks like what other people judge it as. Whilst yeah. deliberate is just, it, it's like intention, but it's the yeah. it's the step further from intention. Because intention is basically, I want to do this, and this is what I'm going to do, yeah. and this is how I'm going to do it. Whilst deliberate yeah. is literally, this is it's done. Like it's I'm done. not even thinking also, about this. It's, it's, it's natural. It's natural. It's done, but also it's kind of like the dancing. It's like you're kind of talking to each other without words. It's like, mm. okay, I can see she might need this done like just done mm. <laughs> like yeah. yeah oh girl honestly in this quarantine i'm not gonna lie to you because i actually feel a lot like right now i just feel very asexual i feel like i just a lot of people are just basically coming online and really showing their ass so when you <laughs> when you describe when you describe oh. those things it's like ah i miss it too yeah but, I it, mean, it, even it's, what I described a, just now, I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, actually, should I go down Shoreditch right now and see if oh, anyone's just waiting? See if you know someone's there, just like, chill. Yeah. but it's just, it, it's a honestly, I think it is a lost art form. I think it is, you know, if you think about the last year of, of you dating or you, I mean, you're single, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're single. So, I mean, I I know you're single. I just felt like we had to say it for the, you know, 
for anyone listening he's thinking whoa this guy's a bit of a spice you know (laughs) (laughs) but you but um you know I think I actually lost my train of thought now um I think in terms of being you know it's a lost art form so in terms of like really wanting to be able to to see that it it just it's just not present anymore like Mm. it's not it's not something that you will see as often anymore. So even like now, if you were to go down to Shoreditch, like how many guys would try and move to you by like a cheesy chat line or trying to, the one I can't stand, which I've been hearing a lot more recently. And maybe it's just because I've been around the wrong sets of people. I, I personally feel like that is part of it. Um, it's like flashing your, your shit, like flashing your roly or flashing that you're in a BM. I'm like, what genuinely, what does that mean? In the day and age where higher purchase is real, what does that like what am I supposed to do with that? It's just, you know, the the I the art of being deliberate is I just don't think it's there anymore. Or I don't think it's there in its in its fullness, the way that it should be enjoyed. I definitely would have to agree with you that um, when it comes to, yeah, in relation to me, um, I think, yeah, the art of being deliberate slash intentional, I haven't really seen much of that, um, yeah, which is a shame. Oh, a real, a, a real shame. But, I mean, I think if you had to go for a particular look, like just literally one look that really kind of gets your gears going, Physically, what would you go for? Sarah, you say one lick, but when <laughs> have I ever had one lick? Like, think about all the guys I've dated. Yeah, they've think, never really looked this. Other than one pair, potentially. I would probably, yeah, I would probably say, actually, from the guys I know that you've dated, I would say, like, lips are your thing. Lips. Like, I feel, yeah. I actually lips think, like, are your oh, thing. Lips are my thing. <laughs> exactly. I mean, let's not settle <laughs> lips on that your one. Thing. Lips and eyes are your thing. So, all right. Well, maybe that's a common theme that they have then. Yeah, I think it's a common theme, but maybe not something you actually look for. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like, yeah, I would say definitely a good body. Like, yeah, that definitely is up there. Like, someone who just, like, likes, you know going to the gym and mm. I can be quite active I mean I do fall off sometimes but yeah just you know we're but as, a, young. as a as a safe a sexual person would you date someone who is bigger as in like they're not physically fit could you do it because so, actually I was watching did you watch have you watched the latest yes. episode of Instagram yes <laughs> yes I was screaming yes. <laughs> Ah, I was screaming, I was screaming, I was I was done out because that's sexy. Yeah, I said, wait, ma'am. Nah. Like that was a metaphor, <laughs> like literally. Yeah. Oh god. I know. So I always thought, yes, definitely. Um, but I think as of late, I've sort of been on a date or two with someone that probably doesn't fit into the mould of, um, you know, the sort of body type that I've ended up with, I like to say. kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, And I think it it will take my head sort of getting used to, like, I thought it would be something that 
I just felt to slip in. But at the end of the day, I feel that also you're used to what you're used to. Um, mm. And what I've realised is actually a lot of people that aren't necessarily in shape, not because they don't want to be, it's because it's due to, I don't know, it could be genetics, time, so many different factors. So I definitely, yeah, with that particular person, I was asked, like, what is my thing? This person said, I think hands were their thing. Apparently my hands, I mean, I have That's a bit kinky. I know, I have been told I could have done, sounds a bit sad, but hand modelling, but my hands are a thing. Like, if it's my hands, then I don't think you're into me. Like, I think every single, every single guy. I've never heard that before. Yeah, every single guy, like all the guys you know have dated, every one of them has went to my hands. So if a guy, that that apparently is my thing. Like, yeah. So if a guy doesn't notice that, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're obviously not into me in that sense. But yeah, with this person, they asked, he said it was hands and he noticed my hands straight away. And he said legs. He noticed that straight away as well. So I thought, okay, you might be into me, like genuinely into me. And um, he asked me what my thing is. And similarly, like I can't pin it to one thing, but I was like, actually, if I think about like in common and like I do care about my body and being fit as well, I would have to say that. Like lips, yeah. Who doesn't love lips? Absolutely. But fitness I would say so he was just like straight away sort of said yeah he used to be a lot fitter and could explain like yeah I've actually just bought a bike I want to get back into fitness so I think someone who's mindful about you know being fit and no I think every person sort of wants to do something that's going to make the person that they're with fancy them more in a sense yeah putting pressure on straight away he was like in there and had like since started messaging oh I'm just out on a run and (laughs) he said he said ma'am you you got you got a lot about my literally wow exactly but similarly I would if a guy like obviously Mm -hmm. we're talking from the perspective of being in your 30s um I would definitely say my body's not as fit but as it was oh, in my 20s but definitely if someone was checking for me and could respect you know and um sort of compliment my body of course I'm going to want to work harder on it for the person that yeah. I'm with like for myself yeah, I as agree. well absolutely yeah but that's that's yeah. romance like yeah it's that push and pull exactly I agree with that. And actually, you, you mentioned something which I think very nicely takes us on to the main topic. And that was around the changes that you notice kind of in your 30s. So, wow. I have really seen life in my 30th year. Like, my 30s has been absolutely, I wouldn't say it's been crazy. But it's been so eye-opening in terms of just... It's weird. I don't even feel like... I mean, do you feel like there's a biology to it in terms of, like, your body saying, okay, now I know you're totty, so we're going to... This is how we're going to deal with you. Because even just little things like just aches and pains and the way I feel... It just changes. It's crazy. It's like these are the things they don't tell you when you turn 30. Like... 
I, I honestly have freaked out so many times during this past year because my whole body just like has changed. It's it's crazy how much like when you go into that third decade, it it just it almost goes into a whole nother atmosphere, like a whole different. You know, how have you found things? Like, I mean, obviously you're kind of in your early 30s now, but what are the things, like, how have you found things? Like, what are the things that maybe you've learned that haven't, weren't quite displayed to you or quite spoken to you about? Yeah, so picking up from the physical side, yes, that is not, like, a figure of your imagination. Definitely. Um, someone, there should be a manual, things you need to know before turning 30. And one of them is the physical side of things, or even leading up to 30. And, you know, being boffins like we are, yes, I said it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll claim my geeks this all day, every day. I yeah. know. Fellow geeks, fellow, rate us, rate fellow us. geeks. In our group, we've been watching Explained recently so there is an explained on the aging bodies that everyone should go and check that out i do recommend that because it will save you from actually thinking that like you're a bit crazy and what's happening but yeah there's a science mm. behind aging. and that's on netflix that's right on netflix. yeah it's brilliant yeah. it's mind-blowing um but yes uh in terms other than the physical side of things uh do you feel that science explains that and then just like lifestyle you know there's loads that we can do to sort of improve that but in like the um you're gonna have to send to me here now what was the question aside from the biology as in like what what the, what were the things that you like your 30s basically has taught you so far that you just weren't told because, I mean, the reason why I asked that question is because I was really thinking about, I'm, I'm going to be 31 very mm-hmm. soon on, on Friday. Um, um, so essentially the day that this episode comes out, I will be turning <laughs> 31. So all of you people, send me happy birthday in advance. If you want the uh, Amazon wish list, yeah, I'll send that to you. Yeah, done Send day. it out, yeah. Rap, rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to be 31 on Friday, uh, on Friday. And I was just really thinking about kind of, the whole idea of my 30s and actually how how much different it was to what I thought it would be, um, most especially in terms of things that you I guess you care less about that you're meant to care mm. more about. So, like, a really significant one is obviously marriage, but even the things like how you're perceived by others, um, what you will and won't tolerate from people. It just seems like there's, a like, an, an easing and it's not something that I thought would come as easy or as naturally as it has come. So I think it was just kind of, you know, those things that you don't quite anticipate, but when they come, it's like, okay, how do you tackle that? And actually confrontation as well. So having to deal with issues a lot more than you probably have done previously because you think, oh, actually, this is now the rest of yeah. my life. Like, mm-hmm. I agree with that. So that, that's kind of my thing in terms of, you know, how, how, how do you navigate that? Or how have you navigated that um, so far? Like, what are the things that you've kind of learned, I guess, that you would then pass on to, to people listening or just, you know, if you were having a, say you were, I don't know, delivering a, com- a, a talk about it, like, what what is it? Yeah, so I guess for everyone, it's going to be different. Everyone it's going to be personal and... Um, I think for me, if I had to speak candidly and truthfully, 
the biggest thing is um I would say like self-discovery so sort of always had a sense of self and who I am absolutely but in relation to I guess relationships and um and that could be male female platonic non-platonic I'm sort of quite an easygoing person which is great and probably easier to do when you're a bit younger like you don't really have to um have an expectation from people yeah yeah yeah. so that's a new one for me it's like actually you do need to have an expectation you have less time um I guess to navigate certain things but you also have less time on your hands if you're someone that's let's say that work is busy and maybe you have I don't know let's say a side business or something like modern day living again I said at the beginning I'm from London so imagine that typical London lifestyle you don't have like relationships change like when you're younger you can hang out with people just because it's fun to hang out with them and so on and so forth so I feel like in my 30s I've definitely asked for more back and that doesn't mean like physically asking someone what are you contributing but sort of um, weighing those up and then placing people in my life accordingly like I'm definitely blessed to have most amazing friends like yeah, yeah like I couldn't ask for better but yeah just tweaking some of those things in my life um in terms of relationships and then I would say Moving on from relationships and sort of self-discovery is, I feel like 30 or early 30 is a good age to think, what what next for you personally in your journey? Like at school, and we've spoken about this several times, like at school and the whole education system, everyone is going in the same direction, same path. Um, and then yeah. you go on to your grad programme or your first job. And it's only probably, I think, late 20s, early. Some people are going to go down the direction of getting married. Some won't get married until later on in their 30s or in their 40s or beyond that. Some might decide marriage is not for them. Like So a lot of those issues and pressing um, sort of life decisions have come up. Um, in my early 30s so just trying to work out how to navigate those mainly talking to friends family um like professionals that can help like that is very I think has been one of the big things for me is my own journey now I break away from you know everyone doing everything at the same time who am I yeah I want and also what am I put on this earth to do like every I I, we're not all going to get everything at the same time in life so no yeah I've kind of had to sort of rediscover myself and what my position is in this world so um yeah that's how I describe my 30s yeah I I mean I I agree with so many points that you made and and you know that was part of the reason why I wanted you to be the person that kind of I spoke to about this on the pod because it is it is about that's I think that's such a key point in terms of the things they don't tell you when you're 30 it's about that self-discovery and no one else is responsible for that mm-hmm. except for you you are yeah. the only person that can essentially work out who you are as a person um and I was talking about this earlier with you today you know, if I think about myself when I was 27, I definitely went through life experiences. You know, I can't even begin to talk about 
some of the things that I, I went through. But to think about how much I've explored myself in the last, say, two years, comparable to then, I know so much more now because I got to that sp- that place of self-discovery. And that's not to say that, you know, you have to be in your late 20s, early 30s for it to happen. But there is almost like this mm-hmm. switch that I think comes at that stage. I think in part because of the fact that you are expected to look and be and and be at a certain place and be a certain way. And sometimes it just doesn't work out the same for every single person because every single person's journey is different. Um, And it's about understanding, okay, even though I don't look like what I'm expected to look like, um, it's okay. And actually, well, what what do I want? What what does that look like for me? What is my, you know, what is my essence of being here? What is my my destiny essentially? And I'm really working out what that is. So yeah, a hundred percent I agree with a lot of what what you said. Um and there's something else I kind of wanted to, to ask was in terms of that self-discovery, like what did that look like for you? Because I think, you know, something I think I've mentioned before on the podcast is that I think a lot of people struggle with confrontation. And it might be confrontation of self. It, it can be confrontation of other people and really kind of just calling out some shit against self or other people that needs to really be addressed in order to move forward and to really see that growth and progression. I mean, is that something that you experienced a lot more in your 30s? Um, and like how, if, if so, like how did you navigate around that? Yeah, so... Um... That's an interesting one, I think, because, um, again, it's coming from that place where it's, like, so sort of, like, individual. So I think at this moment in life, so, yeah, my early 30s, and then I sort of obviously mingled around my age groups or give or take five years either side, um, say people in the late 20s or mid 30s and other people on that journey of self-discovery as well so I'm constantly sort of meeting those sorts of people whether it be romantically or at work so I would say in terms of you know how the journey has looked um for me in terms of confronting myself um yeah I've had to do a lot of that in terms of like whether it be through you know me taking time out for myself to re um to I guess to recoup to replenish to because I think if you don't Mm. do that this is where the sort of um, midlife crisis comes into play I feel like when you look back all these people have just like caned it until they're like in their 40s and then they have a massive epiphany and a breakdown um I feel that in our generation we're doing that a lot earlier and this is why it's great I think this these conversations that you're having especially I'm going to say a topic I think of men I think women are a bit better at doing um looking sort of inwards i would say from my mm. experience from experience, my experience again yeah. um i definitely yeah. would say well maybe it's the women that i surround myself with like we are people that 
can look inwards or we'll call each other out on stuff but sort of not in a way that like it's bringing someone down but more getting them to see stuff whereas I felt with you know men that I've met especially romantically um that's been a massive struggle I feel like I've kind of been somewhat of a catalyst of self-discovery for them because of where I'm at at my life so that's mm. been quite difficult um, to deal with because I would have assumed that most yeah. people were naturally doing yeah. it so I would say yeah. those yeah. are the biggest struggles I think for me is I'm at a stage where everyone's doing it but you could be that next person's catalyst without realizing and then it's like whoa I wasn't expecting I this agree. And I think that kind of is part of the reason why I was mentioned earlier that I felt quite asexual around the whole dating scene, especially within like the, the mm. thir- like within your thirties, because it is. I'm not, you know, I am not meant yes. to be your catalyst. The the natural expectation that you as a man um, should be thinking inwardly, especially like you know. Honestly, and we, we we've, we've we've talked about this before, but the number of abayas, <laughs> and for those who are not Yoruba, <laughs> right? Abaya basically are people who. It, it, I don't know if you ever heard of the phrase "at your big big age." Like you should be acting mature, but what you're doing is not mature at all. Like you're acting like your age mates are these young twenty year olds that still have a lot of time to, you know, mess around with and just play about with before they actually start thinking about, okay, what's next? Because they're working yeah. things out. Their brain, like, naturally is working things out where you should be at the stage where you should have taken that time to work things out and yet you're still trying to compete with these young, young kids. That's basically what an abaya is. And I feel like that's what I'm seeing. And it's, it's very so tiring. tiring but it's very tiring. Sorry, to... we've had this notion know how I don't want to single out and say oh men it's not a battle between men and women one being better than the other but yeah it could be yeah. down to something I'm in tech you know I love stats but it could be something along the lines yeah. of with women we naturally have to it could be something due to natural selection so our body clock and all of that is kicking in it could be mm. yeah the fact that we're like maternal mm. so I think men yeah. tend to have a lot more time on their side i'm not saying that that's been the driving force for me but there's a lot there'll be a lot that sort of creates that gap and i think yeah as you said it's very tiring and probably something that i've only really come across in the last couple of years um i just assume that everyone man or woman had a certain level of you know knowing themselves or self-discovery but yeah been like Mm. a really really uh, big journey but I would hope definitely take those learnings into the next phase of my life um definitely been enlightening but yeah I think a lot of it could be due to the fact that men naturally just have for scientific reasons a lot more time to self-discover really yeah I, I I I yeah I'd agree with that and I think you know I think for me I'm definitely more of a solutions-based person so it, it just then leads me to think well how do you resolve that and I think it's interesting because I would say especially towards my latter the latter part of my 20s and kind of going into my 30s 
I was always solution focused. So I was always thinking, I'm not realizing that you require or you not require, so you ha- you feel yeah. like you have more time. Yeah. You're just going to carry on behaving the way you're behaving. I was thinking oh, yeah. you just need yeah. to get that realisation. I think that's probably why, you know, it, it does get t- tiresome because as a woman, you can spend a lot of time thinking, I think Alonnie co- coined it as like the girlfriend fluffer, but you can spend a lot of time trying to prep and thinking that you can get this guy into this space when actually, um, They'll what, do what, what they want to do when again? they're popping. Oh, Girlfriend right. fluffer. So the the idea was um, essentially you are basically prepping a guy for right, his next. Right. I I and you know I have a hundred percent been a without realizing like, that's a big thing. Yeah. Without realizing that's what it is, which is why now I'm a lot more affirmative about the conversations that I have with. Guys, I, I definitely feel if I like you, that's a conversation that maybe it gets slightly delayed, which I'm still working on. Because I do think that you just can't be afraid to be like, yeah, you're just chatting <laughs> rubbish. Like, what, what, what are you, what are you man on? Because you know, you, you, and you can't be afraid. Like, you know, you can't be too, you can't be rude. You can't be um, dismissive. You can't automatically assume because you feel a certain way that's what you know it's law it's definitely push and pull but you definitely need to be you know i've learned you definitely have to be a lot more like if you see some shit you call it out and you say actually that's you know that's one of the key things i've probably learned in my 30th year and that you see some shit you call it out you say look this is not on and actually it's funny because even the guys who aren't seeing this they react to it they react to it like I've actually found that it <laughs> it almost feels like oh being a dominatrix. absolutely I mean, I've never I've never <laughs> I've never engaged in BD, mm-hmm. BDSM I think that's the, the phrase but I've never engaged in that but you know you watch the movies you've seen you've seen people when they talk about it like why <laughs> and <laughs> that's what I imagine have you got a shot like I've, I've, I've wow. seen. <laughs> 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 Why are you trying to get me in trouble? No, but as in like, you know, you... I mean, like when Fifty Shades came out, I read Fifty Shades, so I have an understanding of like what that whole concept is. And if you think about Mr... Grey. I really watched the movie. I, Mr. Grey. I, I was actually going to say... Okay, but I was going to say, <laughs> oh, Grey. Hey! See life. Um, when you think about Mr. Grey, you think about the way he controlled... I think yeah, her name is Anya. I only remember Mr. Grey. Because he was so terrible, isn't he? I think, I think. Oh, he yeah. was a terrible actor. Oh my! <laughs> Let's not even talk about it. the books. Were I mean, the books were crass as well, but it was, you know, everyone was jumping on it, and I was like, it was. It's an interesting book, though. Um, very damaged man, actually, in itself. So that's a whole other conversation. But you know, focusing on what we were talking about before, the way he controlled her and the way she reacted to him, it was like a weakness. And I almost feel like when you tell these guys about themselves and the fact that actually what you're doing is non like a nonsensical behaviour. Can I ask a question? Kind of your best life Why my... do you think that they yeah. don't know about themselves? Why do you feel the interaction, you know, maybe you or me being in my early 30s having these conversations is like eye-opener like Mm. I know a lot of it is like subconscious and I know a lot of it like from when I do speak to guys that have matured out of 
certain stages and they can admit and they really do look back and understand like what we're talking about um why is it that that do you feel that it takes to get to that age so your late 20s slash early 30s for it to be an epiphany do you feel that they've been ignoring signs do you feel that it's upbringing do you feel to be as in guys like as in when you talk about the fluffer Mm. why why do you feel that they haven't met the person before you Uh, i mean done that i feel like it's a variety of things if i think about my own experiences um, I feel some guys are just damaged and they're not willing to engage in right. dealing with that damage. Um, I feel some guys, it's too little, too late. So it's when you leave them or when you're like, I'm done with your ass. Because the thing is, that as, a, as females, we give a lot of chances. We give a lot of chances and sometimes we get ourselves in this, into this these these situations and these stresses um, when actually there were there was a there was a point mm. where we should have walked away. Um, and guys realised that and they capitalised on it. And, and then it's only when actually, oh my gosh, like she's actually left me, they realised that. So that sometimes is part of the reason why right. they kind of yeah. get it on, they, sorry, get that realisation so late. Um, and sometimes it's just right. because they don't have to. Wow. Sometimes I just think that, you know, if you think about, okay, using, for example... Maybe that's not so relevant, but I guess like in this time of like quarantine and you think about, you know, a lot of the the lives that have been going out or a lot of like um, the conversations that are being had, there is a lot more Hmm. pick-me's in the world. And I don't know, again, if you don't really understand what I mean by pick-me's, it's basically... I want to be seen as someone who is desirable. And if that means I need to cater myself to look like a certain type of woman, I will do that. And pick-me's can look like anything. So pick-me's can look like, you know, I look sexually attractive. Pick-me's can look like I agree with what men say. Pick-me's can look like I go against the grain. Um, But that also makes me very exciting and very alluring because I'm, I'm different. I say it in inverted commas different from other women um but i think because there are there are a lot of pick me's especially we're kind of in a social setting um so it's a man's world and a man so they know that we're saying it's definitely you know in the same way it's now become a candidate driven market in the recruitment world it is a man driven right. market. And do you, do you feel that's, sorry? That's I'm like my interviewing sentiment. you now, but do you feel that that's. No, no, go. <laughs> I mean, I need to definitely read up more on this, but like, yeah, do you feel that that's going to change anytime soon? And what will bring about that change or at least close the gap a bit more? I mean, I'll be honest, I don't think it's going to change anytime times. soon. Um, <laughs> sad times, indeed, but I think. The the thing that keep, get, gives me hope is I have to deal with my reality and myself and what I'm willing and what I'm willing to accept and what I won't. And I appreciate that not everyone is the same. So while societally, like, or in, in society's terms, you know, men know that they can get away with this, this, and this. 
I don't believe every single man believes that that's oh, what they, no, no, they no, have to do, that's the way they have to behave. Um, and so I think, you know, if I think about, well, what could we do to change? I think there just needs to be a lot more honesty. It's, you know, always been the basis of why I've done the podcast. It's meant to be a celebration, an exploration and a discussion around life today in jungle and everything in between. And a big part of that discussion is just about being honest, you know, kind of be very candid here. Um, I had a conversation recently with someone who essentially told me, look, he's not looking for a relationship, but he really likes me. So, you know, whatever he can get, let's see what I've gone. And whilst I was a bit like, ooh, this is not really my bag, I a thousand percent appreciated the honesty. Like a lot of people were like, oh, that's disgusting. How can he say something like that to you? You know, I was like, tell me. Because that decision is my own. And I think where a lot of people make mistakes is they basically hear the person, but they're not actually hearing what they're saying. They're not saying to you, they want, yeah, they want to see you, but they don't want to be with you, right? The with you is very, very silent. So I'm not trying to be in a relationship. Mm. The with you mm. is silent. It's not there, right? But you have to, as a, as a woman, you have to kind of gauge that and, and understand it. And... You know, that's something that I learned. And once this guy said it, I was like, okay, he's told me his honest truth. I need to make a decision as to what I want to do. Um, so I think that honesty is probably where you may see a change. I just don't think a lot of people are willing to do that. It's a lot easier for you to be a, a manager of a market and for you to kind of be a pick-me than it is for you to be honest and have to deal with a lot of the crap that comes with being honest and a lot of the crap that comes with you know, I'm going to speak my truth and someone saying, oh, well, if you're going to speak your truth, I don't want to hear it. I'm going to go and chat to that girl who basically right. is going to do what I want. That's what, that's a lot of what you will end up. Anyway, I don't know if you, I've dealt with that quite a, a fair bit and it just kind of leaves me a bit, it leaves me despondent at times, but more often it just kind of leaves me a bit like, okay, yeah. well, you weren't mm -hmm. the one next, right? But in the meantime, work on me, work on myself, work on, what I need to do to uh, to better myself whilst I am waiting for the Mr. One. one. Mr. The One. Yeah, well, that's Mr. the thing. The I think also that sort of imbalance and so on, it's not really told to you explicitly before 30 that <laughs> although oh, we live in a modern world, it's still pretty much driven, like in it's it's by men which yeah it's i guess just the um we've been born into so how to navigate that i think if you've grown up mm, in a home where yeah. you know females matriarch and so on and so forth like with my family of my grandma going trickling down then you get into the real world and it's like oh uh yeah so i think yeah it's very different. It's very different. Yeah. And I think that, appreciate. sorry, that sound there was basically because we're a remote recording, you know, please guys, I'm just going to do a quick shout out. Yes. Stick to social distancing. Yeah. Save lives and all that. And then man dear, as they say, so that, that sound was that. But no, I agree with you. I think getting into the real world, I think, and that's, you know, that for me is probably one of the key takeaways, um, 
when you are kind of, even if you are listening now, you're say 27, 28, you're in your late, you're going into your late 30s, um, so your late 20s, coming into your 30s, get to know more about the real world. Yeah. Like, don't stick to your bubble because your bubble will only show you so much. But I think as you get older and you naturally are exposed to more and more, you will see more, right? Um, And if you are, you know, because there are people who, that's actually, yeah, that's a a really valid point. There are people who are probably the way they are, just to kind of add to the point of points I was saying before. They've never come out of their bubble. They've never never had to come out of their bubble and they've never chosen to come out of their bubble. And so actually what you know is what you know. You know it works for you. It's an easy formula. Yeah, Let's just that stick to that. Um, so, yeah, I think it is really, really important. Um, definitely in terms of what may, maybe you, you aren't quite aware of. To yeah. really just get your, put yourself out there. Um, and it, it can be something as simple as talking to different people online it could be going to an event that you wouldn't normally go to solo travel i absolutely love um so going away like i mean you you lived by yourself in germany the past like Mm -hmm. what three four months um and i know that was a really different experience for you like so things like that it's scary but it's something that actually yeah, opened it, your it really horizon. Opened your eyes like, in a whole different world. Yeah, I would definitely say in my 30s, mm. like, I'm beginning to sort of see there are different groups of people who maybe I understood from a perspective, an outside perspective, looking, oh, there's a group there, there's a group there, but actually influenciating that group and conversations like the one we're having now. And I just feel like, you know, we're a lot more open as a society um, to maybe at least accepting other people in to have a listen to who we are so I feel Mm. that with that definitely realize like you know there are different groups of people who've come from completely different um backgrounds and I say backgrounds in many um senses it yeah not just do with you know education or household or religion there's a lot. So, uh, yeah, I do mm. advocate for conversations um, like this. And, yeah, hopefully we can have a bit of a shift um, from, you know, how things have been. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, a bit strange in 2020 for us to be saying it's still pretty much a man's world. And I would like to, obviously not now, but I understand what, a guy thinks of that I've said that a few times to guys and straight away on the defense no it's not and then only when they've listened to what I said they've understood every single one understood yeah like coming from guess factually speaking as opposed to me complaining about it it's just like well no these are the stats like Mm. exactly and this is it it's not a complaint it's just yeah. a, a, an acknowledgement of... Because, I mean, I think the best way to summarise it um, is if you think about how dating was seen before, like, you know, much in kind of... Oh, no, let me not say centuries ago, decades ago. It was very much around, 
you know, if you got pregnant, yeah, you got married, or if you yeah, wanted true. to sleep with someone, you would get married, or, you know, it was very much around, and that's the reason why it was probably, as much as David was said, it's a man's world, and because obviously men can have that gender gap, um, in the capacity of relationships, it was more of a female-driven world because there were expectations of men that they naturally felt they had they had to fulfil. But now, because a lot of that has been dismantled, and not to say it's not good, um, because, you know, it, it, there is an, a, an expression of freedom that you can have, but because a lot of that has been dismantled, yeah. it's pretty much a free-for-all. But the people yeah. who benefit from it the most are men because they can rebel against every single thing that, you know, they're expected to do. In the same way women can rebel against every single thing that they're expected to do, but it's more detrimental. You know, if you even think about things like being a runs babe, like who who's really getting the, the, the better end of the deal <laughs> in, in that respect? And sorry, again, I'm using so many different terms, but a runs babe is someone basically who sleeps with a guy for money. Or they, like it's is basically their lifestyle was sponsored by a guy. Yeah, like who gets the better end of the the stick? Yeah, fine, everything's been dismantled. Yeah, you can do it; it's all acceptable. And yeah, the guy can yeah. pay, and it's all acceptable. Yeah. But really, who's getting yeah. the better end of the stick? It's it's you know it is very much it is a man's world. Um, you know, some guys think that it's fine; they can live with that, and some guys think actually, yeah, can it exactly. work to be a good world? And that's the the sentiment that we want yeah, to kind of definitely, move towards. Yeah, definitely, because I feel that there's a benefits so. from that for men as well in terms of, like, being able to dismantle as well the pressures on them to be a guy that needs to straight away when he's met a woman flash, you know, how much he earns and all. I've definitely known a yeah. lot of the guys I've dated have had those pressures before. Um, not necessarily through myself, but of like explained like why they are the way they are, where everything seems to be quite transactional. Um, I've had to question that. So yeah, mm. although we feel like we're in a modern day society, I feel that there's still a lot of progression to be had. Yeah, a hundred percent. And hopefully, we can be part of the progression as you know, young thriving, articulate 30-year-olds yeah. who just genuinely want to see change. Because I think that for me is so, it's very important just to see, like if I, you know, one of the things that I definitely always say about the, the podcast, for example, is that if one person is influenced by the discussions that are being had, I've done part of my job, essentially. You know, if yeah, a bunch yeah. of people have done it, I've done my full job because that's the ultimate age. But, you know. Yeah, and to be honest, I let's feel just see, close I guess. there. A um, lot of the conversations I've had with guys that have been, you know, tearing off a band-aid, a bit scary, a bit somewhat intrusive, they've really appreciated mm, it. Like, not one hasn't. So I would definitely yes. encourage that from both sides, yeah. men and women, just to have those difficult conversations, like put aside pride, put aside exactly. stereotype, put aside that and try to have like genuine, honest yeah. conversations in a safe place. And that's why I'm here today doing this because I've definitely gotten the feedback 
from guys like wow you're the first one that's ever challenged me on that or the first one that and yeah it's, this is yeah, it to get to that stage in your life this is it challenged you then like yeah I'd, I don't know what I can say about that so it benefits us all honestly I you know oh Shad's like that yes that is a, a fantastic summary because like not everyone is the same and I actually find that more with guys than I probably do with, with females in that they have yes, this absolutely. ideology of what women are like. Yeah. And they, a lot of them run with that. Like yeah. you could literally be talking to them and you're, it's like you're talking to a brick wall. They have this ideology. They've dealt with enough. They dealt yeah. with females. Dealt with enough stereotypes. And they just all of them are like that. And... They never... Yes, they've dealt with enough stereotypes. And, and it's like, actually... Mm-hmm everybody is different and and it's when they meet someone different yes. <laughs> i mean it's a whole nother conversation around when they met someone different they don't want to yeah, they, yeah. they don't want to act right but they don't want to let them go that's a whole different like, conversation at the end when you know movies, but, they do like behind the scenes like we'll have that conversation <laughs> honestly but i think you know that's so key you're right that it is about ripping that band-aid off and, and just saying look okay this is who I'm dealing with this is the yeah. situation and, and this goes to both males and females but I probably say in particular any male that's listening it is about ripping that band-aid off and really actually having mm-hmm. those honest conversations if it's something that needs to have to be had or even if it's just actually this is not the one for yeah. me let me move on to the next one free yeah. the babe Free yeah. her. Yeah. Let her live her best life. Exactly. Yeah? And you go and look to live your best life yeah. with somebody else. Just, just value be people's honest. lives. So, like, you know. Yeah. One I, life. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah and her friends. Oh my I mean, gosh. You need to publish. I love a good acronym. I honestly, I love an acronym. BPL. It does not stand for Visible Panty Line. But it stands for values people's <laughs> lives. So yeah, I think definitely yeah, some tidbits there around those who are turning 30 this year, those who've just turned 30. Um, just a couple of things for you guys to really think about in terms of kind of what do you want that next decade to look like? Because I definitely feel like mine, mm. albeit there have been some really tough times. It has gotten off to a really great start because I'm really discovering who I am as a woman, you know, as a, a wife to be, uh, even as a mother to be. Like with my niece and nephew, I've got a lot of practicing, and <laughs> really, my eyes have been open way, way. So you know, I think definitely some real food for thought. So thank you very much for that, Chad. So. I, so we're going to move on to the third and final section of the episode today. And this is um, talking about kind of your um, your thoughts and like, I guess your advice to people. So if you were to give one piece of advice, or actually could be kind of multiple little bits of advice to those who are listening today, male, female, what would that be? So I'm going to hand over to you, Shads. Um, and yeah, just kind of what, what advice would you give 
know, those listening now in terms of it could be life, it could be dating. Okay. Um, what advice would um, you give them? I definitely feel considering we've entered 2020 with a bang. Um, yeah, we can't not talk about mm. the coronavirus. Mm. <laughs> um, definitely. Kura kura yeah. everything. <laughs> like I think that's just what twenty twenty <laughs> is going to be called. Um yeah, I do feel that without, you know, um. sounding too philosophical and so on, um, that it has given us a time to sort of like reflect and reset. Um yeah, especially on my social media I asked the other day what are people grateful for? And it all sort of like, yeah, got down to about four yeah. to five things, which are family, friends, good health, peace of mind. And um, yeah, I think that's four, isn't it? So yeah, I would definitely say like, just slow down, take a moment, um, whether it's within this current period, because I think this is coming out um, this week. And, yeah, really sort of like, well, you know, someone's yeah. in your ear, whether it be your family, whether it be work, all those unnecessary pressures that come with, you know, the fast life. And I'm sure there'll be outside of London, and I feel that this affects everyone, but obviously talking from someone who is from London, there are lots of things that I guess aren't necessarily necessary, like in terms of like how fast we go um, with our, with our mental, with, mm. yeah, from a mental perspective, we're like sort of not looking after our mental health. And I would say, more than anything, like even what's happening now, the government are putting aside, you know, a certain budget for mental health. So if the government's concerned, you know, we should be concerned about our mental health and what we sort of take in. So I just feel and really hope as a generation we can, you know, be more mindful. And I sound like a mum here. I am not a mum, but... Um... <laughs> no, I, it's so, no, it's so important because... Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the last things that you actually yeah. consider. If you really sit down and you think about it, you know, I know there's been a lot yeah. of messages around everyone saying, be productive, this is the time to you can... No, be mindful. That's so key because actually yeah. you can't be productive if your mind is not right. If, your mind, if you're not thinking in a capacity where you are at peace, yeah, yeah, exactly. you will always be chasing or, something. You won't even, you will chase yeah. it and you or, won't even realise right, that actually you've right. achieved it. it. Might not you've achieved something great. You thought it was going to give you just on autopilot. And I feel that that's something that we've had. On autopilot, build the economy, so on and so forth. But here's our time, I feel, to really recuperate, mm. to really rest, to really be mindful, to really look after ourselves, pour into ourselves, um and yeah if we can do small things like this like having conversations with our friends and stuff like that just to sort of yeah to look after our uh mental health and then I would say obviously second to that would be um physical health and I divulge uh, can you please remind me of the the question no it's fine you you've got you've literally got it you've got it like it was physical like what advice health. would you give? It, yeah, and, it's and health, also it's going health. back, it's health. My it's health. Build a boo. Just, I would say, 
your small little world is only like x percent of what the world has to offer so i would say be more adventurous like be more daring absolutely like reach out to people you know who you maybe never would have spoken before i feel like yeah in our generation i'd just like to see a change Mm -hmm. and i think you know, we are beginning to see that change and nothing is going to be perfect in this life at all. But we can really see through this experience communities no. are coming together. No. So, yeah, I, I would say a lot of people want to do things, but maybe think, oh, it's not the right time or I don't know where to start. And I'm not just saying that coming from a point yeah. of view of, oh, I'm pointing yeah. a finger. Even me doing this is out of my comfort zone. I'm a very private person. But recently a lot of friends like you've asked me some yeah. have asked me to go on a pod like a few people have said look we have these amazing conversations but it shouldn't stop here you need to push that out and I've pushed myself really no. to say okay yeah. what is my position in this world like how can I help with all these problems that I talk about and you know talking to my friends and advising them well maybe yeah again this this might be the little bit that I can put into the world that is going to help, as you said, that one person. And maybe it might be two, three, four, five. So that's what I would say is, yeah, just just put yourself out there. It's all part of being human. Um, you're never really going to, I don't think, um, succeed sometimes first time round. But, yeah, I feel we live in a lot more sort yeah. of open world and supportive world so take advantage of that is what I would say and yeah that that's what I would sum things up and that can be anything from going to another country to connecting with someone on social media we're not in the time where we used to like have to write letters and stuff um conversations really difficult conversations we're not in an (laughs) era where someone will say to you oh shouldn't do this a woman shouldn't do that so I think yeah we should really embrace like the fact that we've gotten to this point I think in humanity and yeah just embrace it and and use it for the good you did forget one though some you forgot what, what, what? sometimes their tongue lips and thing yeah sometimes <laughs> sometimes oh uh, you know, wait you see I a guy you're on a date lips him lips him so living yeah. your best life is a whole nother chapter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole nother <laughs> chapter. It's a whole nother chapter. I mean, I feel like we if we got into it, yeah. I mean, that's I feel like, like X. That's oh my gosh, like we were saying. That's like you need to do a best version, like definitely. I'm <laughs> yeah, definitely like, live your best Way. life. Like just be free, though. <laughs> like, I feel yeah, again going back to the point where we're in this era and therefore live it up and um yeah, be free. Like and I feel for yeah, for a lot of people it will be yeah, just feeling, you know, liberated, as you said, if you're on a date. And you want to kiss someone or shoot your shot? Mm. I know that's really a common theme. <laughs> I know. <laughs> ah, please, please, ma'am. Let's not shoot, shoot your shot, yeah. Please. Free, 2020. But you did I'm, it. I am you free did it, from babe. shoot your shot, yeah. Because 
up update. I did, I did, I did, I did, and I, I and I don't regret it. But let me just say, but you the guys did I it, and with. that's amazing. <laughs> what would you say is the one thing I've done that is like somewhat risque? Like, yeah, without going into the details of. But I'm trying to think. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me in trouble. Um, I would say, I think for me, it's just being more open. I think for me, you've been. Like, in the time that I've known you, you've been so much more open in terms of the people that you kind of engage with. And and I want to say, yeah, like, like let into your your world. That's interesting to hear, because you're living your life and you're not realising. So I think it's also good to, like, ask close people, like, yeah, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Because actually, if I yeah, if I think about like some of the, yeah, I'll, I'll use dating yeah. as the example, but I don't think it. I think it goes beyond dating actually. Um, you know, some of the guys that I know you've kind of dated or you've met, like they haven't quite been your spec. Um, and I know you, you, the way you disengage is brand new. It's it's new. The way you disengage is so new. It's brand new, but you haven't disengaged. You've actually said, you know what? This is something that I want to try and I want to explore and I want to oh, see. No. Uh, and I applaud you for it because it's not easy. It's not easy to like completely like engage in something that doesn't quite like, it doesn't, it doesn't quite match what you expect. You're out, like you said, you come out of your comfort zone. And, you know, I know some of, some of them have been a bit more fruitful than others. But it's that ability to try, yeah. which I think a lot of people think they have it and they don't. They think that they have the ability to try and they, they don't really try. So in this time where you are, like you're yeah. saying, you're kind of, it's downtime, try. Because that is, you know, that if I, it's almost like there's somewhat of a safety net in that it's not always going to be super visible or it's not always going to be in, in, in public. It can just yeah. be in private yeah. for now or a bit more kind of enclosed. And then actually, if it works, you're like, okay, wow, this actually works. So I'm going to try and do, you know, a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. I feel like if that's the one thing that I would encourage every single person to do in terms of a form of of um, productivity. Yeah, do yeah, that one of thing that you've always wanted to do, do that. could be in any area of life. Like, mm. yeah, we've touched upon some things and I think for me that will cover, as you said, like the relationship side of things, just being open. And that's for me, everyone has their boundaries, but for me, I know how far I can push and I probably have had, yeah, yeah don't forget your boundaries, yes. definitely. I've don't, had don't forget your boundaries, yeah, that's important. Or acceptance from mm. my friends, but maybe not so much romantically. So I've had to, like, address that, which has been, you know, great. But then also, I guess, from a perspective, mm. work and pushing myself in that sense. And there's something sort of invigorating again um, about that. And, yeah, I would just say, like, we're in a great time to be alive I always sound like a grandmother. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you don't. Do you know what? You sound... You, the reason yeah, why you really feel like you sound like that is because you don't hear it enough. And that is, that's the honest... That's the truth. I don't, I don't think you sound like a grandma. I feel like... 
Do you know what I mean? I want to have conversations with people that I walk away yeah. from thinking, okay, you know what, shit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something different. I'm yeah. going to, you know, I'm going to, like, you know what I mean? Like, you almost feel gassed up to be like, you know what, all right, let, let me try something. And that's, that's ultimately kind of what you're saying yeah. in that respect. But not enough people are doing it. You know, it's, it's, it's coming out. Uh, and sometimes you see mm-hmm. it come out in prominence mm-hmm. with people who are more visible on, on like social media platforms. Yeah, no, you're but right. Even in that respect, not everybody is genuine. They're not genuine in, in what they're saying. So actually, when you see it come yeah. out genuinely, yeah. okay, it so does seem I sometimes a little like foreign. Because I it's do not feel like, at all. yeah, it's not. grandma. I do feel like, oh, yeah, I know, you grandma. Know, come on, guys, you can do it. But yeah, that's what I'm about. And I know at the moment, as you said, in socials, mm. this whole destructive thing. Like, I think it goes in trends. I can't remember the trend of last year or last decade, but now it's like being destructive. It's like, well, be destructive in your own life. Like, you mm. know, rewrite the rule book. And yeah, and hopefully with that comes, you know, a better you, more fulfilling you. Um, yeah, definitely. And I would say, yeah, more all of that you, sort definitely. of encompasses everything. 30s and speaking to guys in their 30s and lastly I'd say especially with careers like people have been so driven a lot of guys have spoken to and they've gotten to their 30s have ended up you know early 30s being divorced or sort of um rethinking their career because realizing actually all those little goals that we set ourselves to do don't actually bring about happiness so I feel that that's a wider conversation and a lot of people realizing Mm. oh being you know a partner at the Mm. age of x y and z isn't actually you know happiness my life hasn't actually changed and I've given up so much to get x y and z so yeah I just hope yeah. that, you know, everything that I've said today can at least touch a few people. And then also the ultimate goal is being yourself, being connected with yourself and being authentic and equipped to deal with life challenges. Being authentic. always going to be challenges. Mm. <laughs> it was. Ching, 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 ching. I have been drinking. Well, thank you so much for coming on the first episode. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is still very, very valid. (laughs) Um, So before we kind of sign off, um, Shaz, do you want to share your socials? Anything that you kind of yeah, want to share not? with um, the people them before Ed. we sign off? Ed, Ed. So um, I'm starry-eyed. Um, I'm not really too sure how I spelled that, but you can definitely go through Community D or Uniquely SB to find me. Um, also under Shadow. Um, I'm very old school. I'm also in LinkedIn. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, Should I add the link? Yeah. Yeah, we can have some interesting text. Well, those are interesting. I'll add the link. Conversations. Um, conversations, definitely. One of, one of the best in tech. Yes, works with definitely. Some amazing companies. Anyway, on that note, please do follow um, the podcast. So on Instagram, it's Community D Pod. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter. That's Life About Spank. So, Life without um, life, W O S P A N X S, um, and also um, 
please send through your dilemmas. So in a couple of episodes, we will be doing a dilemma show. Um, so please do send through your dilemmas or your questions. Love to answer them. So thank you very much for joining us, guys. And yeah, um, we are back. We are back, baby. Season two. <laughs> Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out, did not come here to impress you, because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone, and I don't care what you think about me, but just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack.